handbag designer, blogger, personality of San Francisco, Sobia Shake comes and talks to me all about her blog shaken and stirred and lots of other things too. Travel, fashion, let's, let's do it. All right. Well, Sobia, thank you so much for coming to the studio here on 636 Potrero. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. It's a but a pleasure. No. I can't wait to. I've got tons of written questions. I've got your blog open. Good. Um, you know, you're, you're a glamorous mother of two. I am indeed. Did I read you're also a former model? I did model in my younger years for about eight years or so. And in Pakistan, I modeled, yes. Very cool. Well, so you moved from Pakistan when? Tell me that. Uh, we moved here in 1997. So my husband and I got married in April of 1997. And then I moved, we moved here together in July of 97. Wow. Yeah, so been here 21 years. Uh, that's, um, that's like, so you moved here when you were 12, 13? Yeah, no, no yes. 10, 10, 10, 10, 10 years old. Yeah, yeah. Got it. <laughs> I'm old. I'm so old. Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, so your, your blog is called Shaken and Stirred. Correct. I want to hear all about how you thought of that. Okay. So Shaken, of course, my last name is Shake. Yes. Uh, which people just don't get. I get all kinds of sort of versions of it when I make reservations for dinner. Yes. And then when in person, I just sort of stand there and shake my booty and I say shake. So people get it. And they get I, it. Yeah, because the spelling is sort of unusual, right? And the yes. name is unusual. Uh, and stirred because I kind of, and I hate saying this because it sounds like a cliche. Everyone says it, but I actually do. I really speak my mind. And sometimes I get into trouble for that. But I'm 48 years old. I don't give a shit about what people think. So they can think what they want. I'm going to do what I want. So that's where the stirred comes from. That's in. the stirring part. Mm. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, my last name is Schlarb. Oh, God. So Similar, you know, right? Jeez. Today I was going S as in Sam, G as in Cutlery, H as in HBC Bank. You know, like, I'm, I'm it's a difficult one. <laughs> yeah, like, so you, every you time I try understand. to stretch myself and how to spell out my name. I know, it's annoying. But now it's become a habit. I've been here 21 years, right? So it's, it's a habit. I do the shake physically. Yeah. And on the phone sometimes I just say, you know, fuck it, forget it. It's S-H-A-K-E. They get that. Uh, okay, got yeah. it. Shake so th that's what I do. Sometimes. I wish I could do that with schlarb. You can't. I'm I sorry. Can, I could just walk I'm up winning, to somebody yeah. and go schlarb and they would know what I... No, they would not say so go much. Home, you know. yeah. Get out of here. You, that's a mess, sir. <laughs> Yours is more difficult than mine. Uh, yeah. Yes. Thank you. I'll give you that. <laughs> so what do you cover in your blog? Tell me all things. Uh, okay, so I obviously fashion, which yes. I love. You and your dress uh, so chic. Uh, chic. <laughs> today. <laughs> Thank you. So uh, fashion, of course, travel. I love to travel. And recently I've been sort of, in the last three or four years, you know, the kids are a little older, so I get to travel much more than I used to. Um, lifestyle, which is so vague, but you know, everything, food a little bit. And I, and I do like to cook as well, but I haven't done a lot of food stuff on my blog yet. It's coming. Uh, and just sort of me, you know, I'm, I'm my own brand. That's, that's my blog, you know, and I hate to admit this, but people like following me and they ask me questions. And I sort of, I love, in my Instagram, for example, on my Instagram, I literally respond to each and every comment. And sometimes people make fun of me that how the hell do you have the time, which I do now. But I think it's nice if people are reaching out to me and asking me 
asking advice for skincare or hair or clothes or food or restaurants, anything, I want to be gracious enough to, you know, honor them and respond to them. So I do. We do the showcase events. We've done this a few times, you know, decorator showcase. Yes, but, correct. So I have this, this uh, you know, always one question that seems to pop up after every sort of month-long event, and it will be about, you know, this one side table, a certain wallpaper. Yeah. Is there one question that people seem to always ask? Uh, there's a good one and a bad one. Okay. Uh, generally speaking, people sometimes get surprised that I speak English so well, because, oh. I mean, they think I came from some little sort of, it is a third world country, Pakistan. So people ask me that, uh, which used to kind of annoy me, but I'm fine. I deal with it. I don't want to get into the negative stuff. Uh, and my age. People get surprised at my age. when uh -huh. I, Because I don't hide my age at all. Uh -huh. uh, I'm very open about it. I'm 48 years old. Uh, and I look damn good. Uh, <laughs> but, but people ask me and they get surprised. A yeah. lot of people, often people ask me and they get sort of pleasantly taken aback when I tell them that, yes, I'm 48 years old. But I think it's the brown in my skin. I don't wrinkle. You know, they say black don't crack. There should be something for brown also because I don't <laughs> brown have... Brown don't schlack? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I, and, I, and I use... I take good care of my skin. Uh, yeah, that, that kind of goes into the, what's the regimen? Mm. You, know? Uh, you know, I've been very good since I was probably 21 or so. Um, I have two sisters, two older sisters, a year and a half, like the oldest is three years older than me and then the second one is a year and a half older than me. My parents planned it well. Uh, so my oldest sister taught me always to really, really take care of my skin starting, I think 20, I started using sunblock uh, and at that time I couldn't afford all the expensive creams and stuff so I would buy stuff from like the Walgreens equivalent to Pakistan yeah. and use those things. Uh, I just think it's consistency um, and I always clean my makeup at night when I go to sleep before I go to sleep and now I sort of have the luxury of getting regular facials done a wee bit of Botox <laughs> a little bit admitting of course of, it's true of course what's the slang word for Botox uh, BT uh, I don't know maybe we should come up with it I have no idea if there's one but perhaps there should be yeah how often does that come up with your uh, the Botox, that's kind of a... People asking me? Yeah. You know, it's a very tricky thing. I mean, uh, my friends, and I don't want to sort of uh, diss anyone, but, you know, all my friends, we're sort of in the same age group, 45 to 55 are my friends. And I know younger, older people too. But in this group, most of the people don't admit it. And, you know, uh -huh. I know you fucking had it done. Don't uh, lie to you me. I lie. can see it. I can see it on your face. Why are you, you saying you have it done? younger today than like a month ago. Yeah, I can see the change. I mean, and it's a good thing. We... Uh, for example, when my mom was growing up in Pakistan, they didn't have the luxury, you know. We're lucky we have this option, you know, to look younger within limit and not look like, you know, cat woman. My, uh, my mother-in-law says sometimes when people look, what kind of, too lopsided? Overdone with their mouth like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or like they're, they're a little bit too old to look too young in Correct. one area. Yeah. She calls it mutton dressed as lamb. Oh have my God, I that? love that. I'm going to steal that. I have not Shout out to it. Maureen if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love that. Mutton, Mutton dressed as lamb. Yeah. I love that. No, because sometimes you see it, and but you're like, no, I don't do anything. And I'm like, well, I do. You yeah. know, and I'm going to lie about it, and I need it, and maybe not as much as I should. Perhaps sometimes, I, I, I honestly started doing it about three years ago, and uh, it helps me. Why not? It makes me feel good. I don't want to overdo it and plump up my lips and look like mutton mm. dressed as lamb. Yeah. But, or the other way around. Uh, but... I do, yeah, and I think it's great. 
And so that's one topic you talk about uh, skincare and healthcare. Correct. Um, but do you have any well healthcare? Do you actually hit on healthcare? Because you are you in a mother's network? Is this uh, in any way your your friend circle or not so much? You know, I just my kids are so much older now. My How son old are they? Is, so my son is going to turn eighteen next okay, month. Okay, yeah. And his birthday present to himself, which we said yes, is a tattoo. My husband had a bit of a kids out. Yeah, my husband had a bit of a corruption. He's a banker, my sweet husband. I love him so much. He's so sweet, but very sort of. I, ha- I have and only one tattoo, but it's like right above the small of my back. You do? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, gosh. <laughs> no, my son's getting it here. My son's getting it on his chest. And my husband said, yeah. the dear said, that, you know, you, you, you can get it. Fine if you really want it. But make sure oh. when you eventually go, because we are applying to college as well this year for him. Uh, my, so Nadia said that, you know, when you go for co- interviews after your college, you don't want it to be visible because people notice these things. If- and it's more acceptable now, yeah. but still, I mean, and which I agreed with. So anyway, September 21st is Isad, who's my son, his birthday. And on September 21st, he's getting a tattoo. Nice. And he said, yay. If your husband really wanted to mess with him, he could say like, well, the only one I'm allowing and I'll pay for it is a giant tramp stamp tattoo. <laughs> Can you imagine that? My poor son. <laughs> Oh my he's god! Like, he's like, really? That's it? That's all I can get? <laughs> the parameters? I know. He's Something like some, an eagle? Uh, that's it, right? <laughs> no, but the funny thing is he's actually going with him because my pain threshold, uh, I, I'm terrible and I can't mm. see my kids in pain. Mm. So so he asked one of us to come and so I looked at my husband and I said, okay, I'll go with you. So he's going with him. Do you it's think he'll cute. get one too? Oh God, no. Not in a million years. So maybe just he's a little a banker. one. Come maybe on. Maybe just a little guy. I will I be. I love Pakistan. I, I, like that. Uh, no, I love Serbia. Hello. <laughs> Before Pakistan. Hello. Uh, yeah. I would be pleasantly surprised. I, I would be shocked. I'll be very happy. But I want one, but I don't have the guts to do it because I'm so scared of pain. So mm-hmm. maybe my son doing it will encourage me. I don't know. We'll mm. see. And then, sorry, my do- uh, kids. And then yeah. my daughter is 14. And so my son is uh, starting high senior year at uh, high school on Friday and my daughter is uh, going to be a freshman. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you're not you're not talking about health things. You know, and in, in terms of the mommy group thing, you sorry you asked earlier. No, yeah. I've done that. You know, kind of been there like a million yeah. years ago. I'm just sort of done with it. But yeah. healthcare perhaps. I mean, nothing's off limits, you know. I I'm happy to talk about everything on my What blog. are some of the like the topics you've hit? Or some of the blog posts you've had that have resonated with a lot of people recently. I'm like, I'm looking at maybe the top six here on your um, site. You know, one of them, interestingly, was I, I can't even remember the acronym. I created an acronym. It was like S M I A R or something. It was called. Yeah, S M I A R. Yeah. So I think it was social media induced something. I, I forgot about it. I made it up because I was I Instagram a lot, and of course I blog also. And I was just sort of done for it. it, it I, I think maybe this was five months ago. And I was just so done with it. And I was like, uh-huh. I need a fucking break. I just, I don't want to do this because, you know, I was taking pictures of food. And I think I was with my daughter somewhere. And I kept rearranging the table. And it was just, I was annoying myself. I was like, yeah. this is, if I were a fly on the wall watching me, I would just want to slap me. It was so annoying. I was so annoyed at myself. Yeah. So I kind of took that break for about maybe, I don't know, five, six days. I was really very sort of, calming and therapeutic but I went back to it because I love doing this that got a lot of sort of um, oh, yeah, yeah resp- uh, people wrote to me and then my friends were talking to me about it a lot and it was just sort of interesting and people said that you know it kind of resonated with people and then the other one that people really liked was I did a skincare one about all the products I use uh, mm-hmm. for my skincare and you know the treatments I get done 
So they love that. And then, of course, I always do something about Pakistan when we go, because we go every December to Pakistan, Nadia, myself, and Isad Liali. And so I always write some sort of version about my trip, and I broke it up into two parts for last year, and people loved that. Love, 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 love. Did it. you do one this year? Have you uh, been this year? So I did this year from because we went in December. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. I did two part one and part two this year. So now we're going back in December, and then I'll do perhaps one part or two parts in 2019. Yeah. Is December a lovely time? In Pakistan? Yes. You know, the, uh, we go back to Karachi, which is sort of the main sort of metropolitan city. Yeah, it's lovely. It's the weather there is kind of like uh, Los Angeles. So it's not mm. super cold and not super hot in that city. Mm. And and of course, it's parts of Pakistan, Karachi are dangerous, but we know where to go. And it's much better now. And now we have a very mm. cool new prime minister. So we're very excited. Mm. Who used to be a cricketer. His name is Imran Khan. So that's oh, very, cool. he's very progressive. Yes. Mostly progressive thinking. So that's going to be good for the country. No, it's lovely. We go for two weeks. The kids love it. And there's lots of help around. It's like going to Mexico because you have so much labor's cheap there. So there's lots of help. People are bringing you tea. I need a glass of water. Someone brings it for me. It's That's how I grew up, which is lovely. But I'm so used to this lifestyle now where we do everything ourselves, which I prefer. Yes. So the kids are very cute. They keep going into the kitchen. We stay at my sister's house. They keep going to the kitchen, bringing the plates. And my sister's like, no, no, no. They'll, they'll do it. They'll do it. But it's interesting for my kids to see the difference. Oh, yes. You know? I'm like on a tear with my kids that, yeah. who are um, 7 and 10. Yeah. Like, clean up your plate, take it to the dishwasher. <laughs> exactly. Put the tray... You know, I'm yeah. like constantly training, training. It's, it, it, and you know, and now you have to unwind that when you yeah, go. Yeah, a little bit. So, so, but now they're old enough. We've been going since they were... The first time I went alone with my son and my husband joined me later was when he was four months old, which was not fun on the plane, but I did it. So we've been going since then, and he's almost 18, my daughter's 14. Yeah. So, no, we love like, I can't that. wait to get back. Yeah. No, it, it is fun. Although now they're getting a little bit sort of, they don't get bored there, but they have such sort of active social lives here, you yeah. know, with high school and with everything. Friends. Yeah, they have lots of friends. So it's, it's a little tricky, but, you know, it, I think two weeks is just about right. So we just got back from... Greece. Yes, we, tell me about you, it. I'll tell yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit about that the other day. So when we would go to restaurants, uh, one of the islands in particular, we would be with Danish and you know Germans and a yeah. few English people, and yeah. like very European, but it was quieter, yeah. you know. It is. And so the thing yeah. that I was constantly chirping on my younger daughter was like, Audrey, come on, you gotta quiet it down. You gotta, please don't, people don't speak so loud. Come on, please, please, please. That's constantly. Was it more at you her. saying that to her, or because no, she, she was, was doing so loud. it? Was she loud? Because we're loud. I guess we are loud. loud. No, no, our culture is loud. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and but in restaurants, it was not loud. And so I, um, I was like, you know, we're in Europe now. Oh. So what do you have to tell your kids when you go to Pakistan? You're like, oh, you know, we gotta, can't do this like we do at home. Ah, that's be more a like good in the culture. Ah, uh, oh, I'm trying to think now. They're pretty good, you know. They understand most of the things. Uh, Okay, this isn't, my daughter gets so annoyed. So, I mean, it's obviously, this it's very open, the society here, right? Yeah. I mean, less open than Europe, but it is compared to Pakistan. So she wears these shorts, which are like short shorts. I yeah. mean, not the booty shorts, because some girls wear really no judgment, but they wear really short shorts here at her age group. So hers aren't that short, but they are, I, she, I don't let her wear them there. Yeah. I'm like, you can't wear them. And, and of course, people think that you go to Pakistan, it's like burqas and you're covered. No, I wear, what I'm wearing right now, jeans and a t-shirt, yeah. I go out and this. I'm yeah. going to wear a mini dress and walk on the streets. Yeah. I may wear that at someone's house because there are lots of private parties there. But uh, So I don't let her wear those. And initially, she didn't understand. I don't even let her wear those at home. 
in my sister's house where we stay because there's a lot of help there. Uh-huh. And I just, it is kind of sometimes difficult to explain to her now. She kind of gets it that, you know, you can't just go around parading your legs and, you know, you're like sitting down in a certain way because these people, a lot of the help there comes from smaller cities and smaller towns and villages. They don't get it. So it's more sort of a respect thing, a thing of respect to them. Sort of it's a nod to them saying, without saying it in words, that, you know, we understand that's a cultural thing because people do cover up my mom, for example. She's very religious. She doesn't cover her face, but she covers her head with a headscarf. Mm -hmm. And she's been doing it for years. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe in the last sort of 20 years she's been doing it. And she was pretty progressive. She used to travel and wear pants and like Mm -hmm. never skirts and dresses, but jeans and everything, but not anymore. So, So that's like sometimes difficult to explain to the kids. And unfortunately... Not in my family, but there is a disparity between men and women there, which fucking pisses me off. Uh-huh. Um, for example, you go to dinner, even with sort of... My sisters have been there here, this will get annoyed at me, so forgive me. But even when you go for dinner out with the, like, you know, sort of modern, well-educated people who've studied abroad, like here or London or wherever, Canada, and you go out for dinner, somehow you get divided. Or into get, two. Like into the, two. The it's men and the women. And mm. Drives me nuts, and it's yeah. always the 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 men. I mean, everyone's having sort of a conversation with each other, men and women with each other. But sometimes I feel that people defer to men there more, and that drives me nuts. I'll it bet. really drives me nuts, mm-hmm. and I'll it's bet. a cultural thing, mm. you know. Yeah. And then I'm, I, I'm not going to go change centuries of what's you know been happening there. But on the flip side. It is getting very, there's a, a sort of middle class that's emerging in Pakistan, not as prominent as in India, but it is. And, you know, people are very sort of aware because of social media and all the different, you know, TV stations and channels and everything. So that they're learning and it's sort of moving slowly in the right direction. Have yeah. you ever been out to dinner here with friends in San Francisco? And it's also been like they just go to their own sides, like the wives all go. Because uh, the, the wives all want to go, like. Natter. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it, it does. Self segregation. Yeah, that, that exactly. That's different. It's totally it's sort of cultural. Yeah, it's totally <laughs> done because you know we want to gossip about something or, or whatever it is. It doesn't happen. It's not like a deliberate actual thing that's happening because yeah. it's meant to happen, you know. But and so you were in Europe too this summer, were we? <gasps> yes, I just came back. Where were you? Uh, I was in Saint Tropez. Oh yes. Yes. So I go every year. Uh, and the girls. Oh, so your kids too. No. No, so, no, no, so I go and meet this friend of mine who comes from Denmark uh, and we meet there every year for a week for the last five years. Uh, my daughter was at camp, uh, hubby and son were here, my son was working, he had a seven week internship and then my husband came to New York and met me there because my daughter was at camp there so we picked her up and brought her home. But I go every year for uh, about seven, eight days. Which cool. is, I love. I, oh, I did a blog post on that too, two blog posts, which people loved. Falling in love, or which one? Uh, falling in love, I think, was one. Uh, that was part two, perhaps, and then the other one was two, two. Yeah, falling in love, part one. That's the hotel I stay at, yeah. and then falling in love, part two, was this friend of mine, Lela, whom I actually met there in Saint Tropez five years ago. I was in Paris with a friend, and we were going to Saint Tropez. Mm. She and I. She she lives in London, or well, used to. And in the last minute, she said, I can't go because she had some work. She had to go back to London. So I was left on my own to go to a place like Saint-Tropez, which I'd never been to before. And we, I get there and I was like, what am I going to do? Three days on my own. It's like a big sort of, you know, party place. And I went to a restaurant that night. My hotel booked a really lovely restaurant for me. And 
I walked in and the hostess saw me. I mean, I think I looked quite nice, but she felt sorry for me. She was like, oh, you can sit here. And I said, no, I don't want to sit in that corner. I want to go sit there. And I saw this friend of mine, Leila, she was sitting with her ex-boyfriend now. And I said, I want to sit next to them at that table. And she, the hostess looked at me. She says, okay. So she sits me next to them uh, and this gal, Leila. And I kind of start talking to each other and completely hit it off. And it's now one o'clock because everyone eats late there, you know, in uh-huh. Europe. It was a 10.30 reservation. And it's 1, 1.30, I'm finished with dinner and I'm sort of sitting and chatting with her and her ex-boyfriend and myself. And she goes, I said, okay, you know, I'm going to take off now, I'm going to my hotel. And she goes, no, you're not, we're going for drinks now. I said, oh, okay. So we Are went we? For drink. <laughs> oh, oh, no. So we went for drinks and literally the rest is history. We were having drinks till about 3.30 and we're best friends now and I go see her every year. And then we spend the next three days together. And so I see, we meet there every year for like a week and it's lovely. So I was just with her. Beautiful. I know, I know, it was lovely. What influences do you derive? You know, sometimes people get a lot out of travel when you go to Saint-Tropez. Yeah. Yearly voyage, right? Correct, yeah. And do you come back uh, a little more casual, a little more uh, um, not casual? I mean, You know, it's such a good question because I was telling my husband in New York when I met him there uh, after my trip that this, I don't know what there is about it. Maybe it's some old life or previous life of mine because I kind of believe in reincarnation. My religion doesn't, but I do. Um, I don't know, maybe it was, I lived there or something. It's so bizarre how I landed there with a, supposed to go with a friend five years ago. She couldn't go. Then I meet this gal and we become best, best, best friends. Um, I, I don't know, it's in my soul. I go there and I leave my hotel. And, and in, interestingly, the hotel I stay at, it's called this small little hotel called Hotel Pasties. I discovered it online myself, not through a travel agent. And I went and stayed there the first time, fell in love with it. And I'm talking to the guy who owns it. It's an old British couple who owns it. That's Leila, my, yeah. my darling. Um, <laughs> and and it, I was talking to the, 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 the gentleman who owns the hotel. And it turns out that his daughter lives in San Francisco and I know her. Oh, wow. I had no idea. But anyway, that was organic and it happened like yeah, that. But anyway, going back to your question. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I was sort of, I lived there in my <clears> previous <throat> life. The way I feel there, I just feel so happy and I feel liberated and I feel, I don't know, I just feel so, like, I, I feel like I have no, uh, like, I have no, obviously I have no worries because I'm there on my own, no kids, no, not waking up early, making breakfast, whatever. I just feel very, very good about myself. Mm-hmm. Especially this time when I came back, I was telling Nadia that I just felt that, you know, I, I sometimes I just sort of, I need to let go a little bit. And mm-hmm. I feel I, I, I'm able to do that while I'm there, which mm-hmm. I don't do here. Um, I just sort of, I guess I'm, I'm just so caught up in all my responsibilities here. With, and now, I mean, I, this, the blog thing has become more of a work thing now, which is super fun. And the kids and, you know, just making sure everything's on time, everything's taken care of. And they're just I sort of let loose. Mm-hmm. And I come back with that attitude and I hope I can retain it because it's difficult to have that frame of mind while you're in your sort of, you know, real life. Regular grind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I have a very lovely, you know, uh, life and I'm very, it's, it's cushy. I do what I want. But within that sphere, I do have responsibilities. And I saw, but, but, but I just, I hope I can retain that sort of carefree spirit as best as I can within the boundaries that I have to live in, you mm-hmm. know. Do you ever feel that there's a lot more like order or responsibilities in the European culture to kind of do things right? In the European culture? Uh, yeah. I think it's the other way around. Do you? I think it's here. 
And I was like, sort of what you said earlier about, you know, when you were sitting in the restaurant and you were telling your girls <laughs> to be quiet. I just think, or maybe I'm talking just about Paris, because I go to Paris a lot too. Maybe I'm talking about Paris and Saint-Tropez only. I don't know. I just think people are more, not laid back, but they, 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 they make the effort, for example, they make the effort to look good, even the way they dress up. And yet they don't take themselves too seriously. They'll eat their food, they'll enjoy a croissant and, you know, have wine and not be worried about being thin, you know, because they are thin in Paris, most of them, the girls are, and men Why? too, you know? That's the question. You know, I wonder, I, I, I do too. Are and they gluten-free No, No, they're not. <laughs> I think they eat what they want, but they eat in moderation and they're not so obsessed with being happy all the time. I think as Americans, we're constantly questioning, you know, I mean, so many books, you know, how to be happy. You don't need to how read a book. And someone's I mean, like, compulsory to say, yeah, I'm doing great. Great, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah thank you, bingo. That's, yeah. So I don't know. I, I like, maybe, yeah, because it's, I go there two, three times a year and I I don't live there. Maybe it would be different if I lived there. But mm. I just feel, I, I like that sort of Grittier. attitude. And yeah, just that whole attitude. I like that. Sometimes I've had people describe it where, they're just, uh, you know, you're a little more open and you, you relish kind of the, the hard things. You're being more real. Here or there? Or there, there, or in there. general. Like yeah. the, the American culture is that, you know, everything's great. It's smoking, we're killing it. Yeah, That's yeah. kind of like the cursory answer. Only totally. Only closer friends, you would say, than... I know, actually, yeah. I've had a kind of tough day. Uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> Thank you. But, but, like, that's three. Yeah, but and you I, might not talk to them, but, like, once every other week, you know. You know, I think it's a very good point. I totally otherwise agree. Otherwise, you're like, ah, oh, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, how are you doing? Great. You, know, you can't be doing great. And there's something to be said about being positive all the time. Yeah. But I it's... With this. I with this. I had this experiment where I got real. Like okay. about four or five years ago. Yeah, and, and yeah, yeah. And, and because it was influenced by somebody who was like telling me I'm just I'm maybe too happy all the time or something. Okay. <laughs> so then I I would uh, at cocktail parties or just casual friends, you know, not every cocktail party, but you know, yeah, the, the thirty people I kind of am just regular friends with. Yeah, not the closest ones. They would say, "How's your day?" And I say, "Actually, you know, the uh, the I was a little bit late to work <laughs> and you know it was kind of frustrating with this one client, but I think it was pretty good. Net net." Pretty good day, you know. Which I was like, is realistic. I was, yeah, trying to give them a real, real. How did that answer. turn out? Eventually, um, you know what? I reverted back. You did about you, three years ago or two years ago. How to, long did it last, though? Two years. And and how did people? Real. But how did people? Two things. Two questions. I'm, yes. I'm doing the interview now. How did you <laughs> feel? And how did people perceive it? Um, I don't think people in our culture cared to hear the details. Didn't they care? Did not care. Okay. They would more apt to just want to know you're doing well. They want to hear you. You want to celebrate your successes with you. So, yeah. so I wasn't really getting, giving people much to enjoy my conversation. Um, but that's so sort of, not superficial, but that's just not... I'm only one man. This is only one point of view. Yeah. And then the, the second question is uh, when I reverted back to like how I was in college, which yeah. was, you know, everything's amazing. We're doing yeah. great. Yeah. And, um, we have lots of tools to explain why I am doing great in my own head. Correct. But um, I feel better. 
Oh, you did? Of, yeah. Oh, but that's definitely. good. But, but if that makes you feel better, yeah. that's good, you know? And you don't want to be Debbie Downer and t- say, if someone says, oh, you know, I just I got stuck in traffic. You don't want to go into all those nitty-gritty sort yeah. of negative details. But I think we could do with being a little more real. Not that we are fake people here. Mm. I don't think so. I love San Francisco and I love all the people who live here. All my, I've been here 21 years. All my experience, I, I would say 95% of my experiences have been even more, 97% have been great. And I love living here, but I'm just talking about generally. I just feel we could do with a little bit less of great and, you know, like all that stuff that happens. And you're just sort of, it's not a lie. It's not superficial, but maybe a little bit of a dose of reality in there. Mm-hmm. And that's me. Yeah. You know? I'll, I'll, uh, I'm going to ponder that. Yeah. No, but you, right. you actually exercise too. That was good. What? I mean, you actually exercised the idea or the yeah. concept of not doing that. I think that. I maybe you took tried. it too far. <laughs> maybe you did. <laughs> um, so I just reverted back. I've got, this, I've got this friend who I was having like a conversation with one night in Stinson Beach at like a beach party, uh-huh. you know, and I said, how's it going? It's like, it's great. You said to... No, he says to okay. me, he's like, it's great. This is his, he's like a very demure, um, you know, low-key kind of guy. Uh-huh. And, and then he started to tell me his theory. He's like, people just want to know you're crushing it. Just, I you know, guess. He, he, he's in a business world. Yeah. He started a new fund. And uh-huh. everyone wants to know, how's the fund going? And he's like, it's going great. But Coming there, but there is know, a positive side of that too, because then it's contagious too. So that's a good uh, yeah. thing. So it's like a... Yeah, so every time I see him now, we both look at each other. And how's, how's it going? Good. Killing it. Killing it. I love that. Amazing. <laughs> Nothing could not? be better. Yeah. Never better. And if we it just works. have a big smile on our face. It's like, that's the only response we give each other. Oh, no, it's oh. never deeper. Which is like a private <laughs> joke. And it works. So why not? Yeah. Right? No, fair enough. I don't know. Fair enough. I, fair but enough. I, I always claim this when I'm like really having deep conversations that my life uh-huh. to date far exceeds what I ever imagined my life being when I was 18. Really? Like so far ahead. Like in a that, positive manner, In a positive right? way. Yeah. That, yeah. I mean, every day is either, you know, literally fantastic Fair or enough. I got a good lesson that I'll just use the next day. And that's the way I frame it in my head. So, but I operate better in that space than getting, um, um, too detailed and things that I get frustrated with. No, but I, I think get, I don't do well with frustration. No, but I think it's a good. It's not a good thing. It's a great thing to think like that, uh, and and to sort of focus on the positive. And and I think it just sort of creates this good energy around you, and you know, sort of it propels you forward, and then further from that. And I think I think it's fabulous. Honestly, I really sort of admire you for being t- that way. Tied to. Um, I think everyone's egoic self. They want to have fun every day. Yeah. And that's yeah. how I have the best time. Yeah, and you move you know? forward with that sort of notion, yeah. So you designed uh, handbags, still design yes. handbags or what? No, I don't. So I did it for about uh, six, seven years. Uh-huh. That must have been a fascinating job. You know, it was very cool. So I started doing uh, fabric. Uh, there's a particular sort of fabric that I got made in Pakistan. It's called Jamawar. It's like a handwoven silk. Uh, and so I would get that made there, then I would have it sent here, and then I had a factory in San Francisco for, not my factory, but the manufacturing was in San Francisco, then I moved it to New Jersey, and then I started doing, sort of, I was, I was listening to what the people wanted, and my sort of uh, clients, and I started doing leather, and that was good too, and then eventually for the last, for the next four years, uh, I did uh, snakeskin, and I did a lot of water snake, was pythons, not legal in California and then I moved my factory to LA and I found this amazing manufacturer and I don't have the business anymore but she and I are still friends and I did a lot of uh, 
uh, water snake handbags. Huh. And I used to do trunk shows. I had I was in a, like maybe 16, 17 stores around the States. Uh, I did uh, shows, Berks. That's where I, when I would go to Berks and I did... Uh, yeah. uh, I think you guys have some have fair. thing in October. Yes. I used to do, do that. Berks Family Festival. Correct. That's Hug the one. for Family Festival, Berks. I love Every October. Oh, really? I love that. Really? Good one. I'll, I'll let Michelle you say Williams that. Michelle Williams is fantastic. Head of school. Never better. So I used to be a vendor there and then I did in people's homes and then I, then I started doing a lot of trade shows in New York and Vegas. Which was a killer. I mean, it was great to do it, but I was just away from home a lot. And I love traveling. Don't get me wrong. All right. And, and, uh, you know, I do. Part of the blog. Exactly. So, yeah. so, so and it just became too big, which is sounds weird. But, you know, my son was starting high school and my daughter was kind of in the middle of uh, middle school at Hamlin. And I just, I, I could go to the next level where I could do... I was going to look, I was looking at different sort of storefronts and not like an office space because I was working from home and I had two people who worked with me and I was going to hire more people. So it was either that or just sort of not do it anymore. And somehow I just, I think I was way too stressed. And then I'd started sort of this idea of the blog. It started sort of de- developing in my mind and I was like, I'll take a break for a year and a half and I'll see where it goes. And it went well and I don't have regrets. I mean, I miss certain things about my business. Yes. And, you know, it was just sort of a, an idea, like literally in my mind and I developed it and I'm so proud so of it. so beautiful. Yeah, it was lo- I, and I'm so proud of myself. But it was sad to end it too because it was like my third child almost, you know, and I had to wow. sort of finish it. Oh, right. But yeah, but, but I think it good You had to cut the child loose. I did. Like, did. Um, you know, there's not enough room uh, I'm boat. done, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you got to go. So I felt sad too, but it was good. A lot of good things came out of it. So I'm very sort of happy How that did I fi- did it. How did you find the design? Like that part of it was a super fun. Like what was? Yeah, it? I went to design school. So yeah. I, when I was in Pakistan, where I did all my schooling, I went to an art school. My undergrad was in advertising and graphic design. Uh, um, so I, it was almost sort of like bringing all of that back from mm. you know previous years and you know sort of creating all these handbags. And I loved the design part of it. It was super super fun to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's, the water snake, the water snake, water yeah. snake skin. Yeah. What colors? All colors. Did you all sorts it? of colors. All no. So I used to buy supplies in New York, Florida, Italy, uh, China, uh, Indonesia. So I had people like snakes and leather snakes and uh, sorry, water snake and leather coming from everywhere. And the, yeah, they dye it and they would you know sort of give me what I wanted. It was all sorts of colors. I'm gonna Google it. I don't know if the website still exists. Oh, okay. have, have a look. Would, would I, would it was I... called Isli, I-S-L-Y. The first two act- name initials of both mm-hmm. my kids' names, Isad and Isli handbags. Uh-huh. I don't know. Does it exist? I mean, there could be. I mean, I, mean, I had lots of good press also that I got. Are these uh, These guys, these guys. I mean, they are, these are mine. This is the initial ones I did with fabric. This was the second round. Yeah. Then these were the water snake. These were the ones that sold insanely. All these bright colors. The orange uh-huh. sold like... The little guys, little yeah, handbags. Yeah, they were little what guys. What do you call those? I'm not a handbag. Um, no, it was like a, no, it looked smaller than it was about. It was like a crossbody yeah. that and I did. What do you put in those? Are you lippy? Uh, you could put your phone, <laughs> lippy. That's <laughs> what my wife calls it. <laughs> lippy, that's very cute. Lipstick. You, you, know. you could put your phone, your keys. It was about this big. It was a regular size clutch, yeah. but I did bigger ones too. I did all sizes, and you know, I got good press. I was in the New York Times, and I was in uh, uh, People magazine, People Style Watch. 
more magazine oprah magazine it was really cool and a bunch of uh, sort of websites it must be so fun it, it was super fun i had celebrities carrying it kerry washington carried my bag i remember and then who else did i can't remember there were some big bloggers who did i've forgotten all of it now but it was super fun yeah, yeah what a ride. very gratifying and you know the highs were high and the lows were low but it was i learned so much from it yeah you, yeah. Like you said, you kind of imagined something and all of a sudden it's physically produced. Yeah, it was there. It, I, I, I cool. can't believe I did that. Honestly, it was mm. one of the biggest sort of, uh, after my kids, of course, blah, blah, blah. It was one of the biggest <laughs> achievements of my life. I'm, you know. Yeah. They are. My kids are, but everyone says it. Yeah. So. No, it was, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so has that translated into other forms of design? Are you into interior design, perhaps? Uh, perhaps. <laughs> you know, I personally, um, yeah, I mean, I don't, physically sit there and do it but I had a huge role in, in my home like we I keep calling it a new home in Presidio Heights we've been there two and a half years now but I had a huge the, the, you know when I was working with with our designer I had a big role in it and knew what I wanted I didn't have the patience to go and source it which is why where they came in but for example I have on my in my house uh, the pink room and my pink room which I totally sort of told them exactly what I wanted the pictures and everything so the walls are pink and literally pink it's like mm. pink i'd seen this um image somewhere of sort of like a it was a painted pink wall it almost looked like you know you, you you're painting something and you leave it undone that was the finish so i said this is the finish i want mm-hmm. so they found a fabulous finish for that a wallpaper and then the couches in the room in, in the image i had seen they were gold mm-hmm. so we didn't do gold but we did like this bright yellow color mm-hmm. and so the couches are yellow the walls are pink the rug is green and then the ceiling has this dragon painted on it and it's hand painted. And that was not my idea. That was Which room real. was this? This is the pink room in my room. Oh, okay. In my house. It's a den or It's a den, yes, it is. And it's sometimes I sit there and write my blog. There's a TV there. Sometimes you watch it as a, we have a, a family room slash TV room on the main floor. This is on the second floor. And that's where just the four of us will sit sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, if we have family staying with us and we have lots of family that comes and stays with us, we won't sit there with them. It's sort of, I mean, not that it's off limits. Anyone can go anywhere they want, but it's somehow it's like this cozy little space and then it leads out into a little patio. And so it's, it's I, I love that space. It just mm. makes me so happy. Mm. Um, and I have a lot of color in my home. I'm a very sort of, colorful person uh, whatever that means uh, so colorful in so many ways so, so many yeah. ways so many ways too many to count yeah, I, I, literally so there's a lot of color like my living room our living room is the rug is black and white like a zebra print thing the couches are blue then I have this little nook in the corner which is it's like a green leather banquette uh, then I have these white sort of chairs so there's I love color I love lots of color and that's sort of my home kind of represents that aspect. Well, so what does that do? Um, this, is a, this is a great question I've just mm-hmm. thought of. What does that color do for you? It makes when me you happy. Come home, it makes just makes happy. me happy. It makes me very happy. And it, it kind of sort of, uh, I mean, it's who I am, you know? And my husband is sort of, he had a role in it too. He would be like, yay, nay. But I was primarily more involved. Um, I just sort of, I don't know. It makes me very, very happy. And it's, 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 it's also the way I dress up. I do wear a lot of black. But I love, love, love color. I love color. So it's kind of, it represents who I am, mm-hmm. you know? Because some people might interpret that for some, it's too too much energy and they need to turn it down. No, people say that, you know, uh-huh. when we, we had this sort of uh, kind of a open house, housewarming, whatever you want to call it, party in October last year. And 
people loved it. Most of the people loved it. My mother-in-law, for example, who's got, she lives in Pakistan. She's got impeccable taste, really very classy gal, you know, and she's much more understated than my sense of style and everything. She said to me, she said, I love your house. It's, and, and they come every year and they stay with us because, the, you know, cultural thing, they'll come and stay with us, yeah, my in-laws. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and she said to me, she said, I love it. It's beautiful, but, you know, not what I would do to my home. And mm. I respect that, you know, each mm. to their own. Mm-hmm. You know, this works for me and it's my house, so I'm happy. It's amazing, color's so powerful. I think it is, you know, and, and downstairs, for example, and the, we call it the basement, but it's really not the basement because it's street level, but it is the basement of sorts. Uh, we have a bar and we call it Bar 101 because my address is 101 whatever, dash. Uh, so we call it Bar 101 and that's colorful too. The, the, we have velvet curtains and they're, they're sort of this bright blue color. Then we have maroon. Does anyone say maroon anymore? In Pakistan, people say maroon. It's like I burgundy. I say a lot of say burgundy. Yeah, people say burgundy. Or so, so burgundy, or... yeah. Maroon is more British. Anyway, so burgundy slash maroon banquettes. Yeah, yeah. And then we have these panels on the wall, these decorney sort of hand-painted peacocks, so which I love. Here's what like are we a burgundy at? room. Oh, let me see. No. Oh my God, you, you have to come to my house. You have yeah. to see my house. You have to come to Bar 101. It's that is gorgeous. Burgundy, like Ron. Oh, and the wall, is, is it wallpaper or is it painted? It is painted. Oh, I love that. And, but there was some, there's some like sales. Is this someone's home? It was a showcase house a couple oh, years ago. Oh, and I love the rug. Yeah, marbled from the rug company. Oh but, my oh, gosh. Can I show you this? Oh, this was fantastic. So Let we did a, a color study and also a showcase house. But Oh, that's so pretty. Like, oh my God, that's so regal. Yeah, this is just creams. I love that. And then we did the that. same room. Oh my God, stop it. All the same product. No. In... Green and orange, my favorite colors. Yeah. Oh so my gosh. So we would have people walk through and they couldn't say they didn't like the product or the style. Could they? Absolutely not. Look at it. No, it's seriously. It's the exact same. So then, and, and how then many years go, ago was I love the wall. What are those sort of... 2011 or something. Oh my gosh. Ceramic stuff. I love... But it was so fascinating because people would say, oh, I, I, I love this room. And they would say, like, oh, I like this one. And that, it was really? only color. It makes such a huge difference. Mic drop. Yeah. Color study. I know. What do you like? And it's a, it's sort of such a, a big sort of vast question for you because this is what you do for a living. But do you, if it was just Jeff, forget your clients. Mm-hmm. What, what 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 do you like? Do you like lots of color? I like a lot of pattern. Oh, you do. Um, okay. Well put together, like the different uh, small, medium, large sized patterns and stripes, and okay. I, I like nothing to be overdone or have really seen much of it. Okay. So it will be long lasting. Yeah. And I like a few colors. Which are? Um, navy creams and some auburn and green. Oh, that's cool. And oh, green. And gray. Oh, green couch, of course. So you yeah. better like green. Yeah. yeah. Oh, how cool. So those are some of my favorites. But, you know, we, we're so. I've gotten into a groove with our, our work. Yeah. That it's like I'm so invested in delivering on someone else's that's dream. That's true, yeah. I, I yeah. think we have a hand in helping them craft their dream, the be- I bet be the you best do. dream. I think more than you give yourself credit yeah, for. But I, I don't, yeah. but, but that's where I kind of find so fascinating yeah. right now. And a rich, really healthy place to be. I bet it is, yeah, yeah. Um, but so, okay, uh, one last question sure. for you. And this has been such a delight, thank I you. I know, it's been so fun. Yeah, the time passes thank so you. quickly. Um, Yo, so what is your favorite room then? In my home? In your house and why? Ooh, that's, you know, for different reasons. Oh, my dressing room. My dressing room is fabulous. Mm. Uh, I love my dressing room because it has all these glass uh, 
closets on either side and an island in the center and all my shoes and handbags are in those closets and it makes me so happy when I get annoyed with my husband and have or annoyed at the kids I go there and it has two chairs at the back I go hide there and it's lovely uh, I sound like a psycho right now but I do <laughs> I go hide in my dressing room in my dressing room yeah I hide yeah. in my dressing room uh, so I love that uh, I love our bar the bar is really cool uh, I love the pink and yellow room mm-hmm. the pink and gold room with the dragon on the or Komodo dragon or whatever that is. Sounds exciting. Uh, and my study. My study is green, so I love that too, because green is mm. my favorite color. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah. yeah, I'll accept your invitation to come over. No you, problem. No, I'm serious. You're Check. coming over. No, no, no. You no. heard it, The schnobs are coming over. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, I forgot this question. You write for Knob Hill Gazette or don't? No, they write oh. about me, darling. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Perfect place to end. Yeah. Thank you. Well, again, what a treat to sit down. I know our listeners will love your vivacious and turned up attitude so thanks for coming in and everyone should go check out your blog all the time shakenandstirred.com yeah thank you so much it's been so such a delight and i'm just so flattered that you guys thought of me thank you